Hi, I'm Avril Miller, and you're listening to Gut Talks, double G, U, double T. You talk about mentoring and advising, and in between you have training, teaching, coaching, even if you say if it's at or whatever, but you still do it, I guess. How do you mentor and how do you advise? And is this for the same kind of profiles? Because I have built my own business, run my own business, and I have worked in other people's businesses now for a long time. I have a very, very good understanding of what I call the engineering of a business. What should a P&L and cash flow and balance sheet look like? What should your operations look like? What should your, your organizational structure look like? What should your sales team be doing and your marketing team be doing? And, and what should your managers be doing? I'm very good at saying, whoa, you are massively overheated in this area or you're not doing enough of this or you're paying too much attention to the wrong thing. I'm very good at doing the stuff which would be, imagine if you brought in a general manager or a deputy CEO because someone's gone off sick. It's the sort of person that a brand new leader would come in and say, oh, we need to tidy this up. That's, that's what I call basic housekeeping. And a lot of what I do starts with the basic housekeeping because quite honestly, and I say it all the time, a granny could do, I am a granny, but a granny could do a lot of what I do because the new pair of eyes coming into anything, very easy to critique things because you see it from the outside in. It's not, that is not rocket science. It's not terribly clever. And you could bring in an awful lot of different people who would be able to do just as good a job as I can do, probably better. In the process of doing that, you have to educate and move and mentor the person who is ultimately the decision maker to move them into a position that they are not just willing to go on that journey with you, but they actually start walking ahead of you a bit and they, they start to adapt themselves to a new paradigm for how they might be in their business and how the business might be. So that's more mentoring. So it's partly show and tell. It's partly, let me just go and fix that. Now you see how I've done that. Now if you did that and then yeah, you model it, they do it, they then pick it up and off they go. Because the thing that's always worth remembering is that in, not in every case, but I would have said in nine out of 10 cases of the CEOs that I work with, they are extremely talented people. They're often much more talented people, in their, certainly in their field, than I am. And they're sometimes much more talented in the wider sense, much broader. And they just have to be tweaked. Because, you know, if you go to a basketball team or a baseball team, the, the coach on the sidelines has never been the supreme athlete. Not my job to be the supreme athlete. My job to help them be the supreme. So it's, it's a bit of that. And, and you make yourself redundant. But fortunately, they tend to hang around or stick around in, in some form. Yeah, because we, you start with a minimum of three months, right? Yeah, I go. What I saw. I go in at a minimum of three months, but you know, I mean, I've got clients who've been with me for years and years and years. You often start out very intensive, and then it tapers and tapers and tapers, and then it becomes perhaps a non-exec position or just a handhold or an advisory. So, I mean, I I just go up and down with the business as it needs. I don't want to be in an intrinsic to a business. I, it's not my job to do that. So you're working primarily with the CEOs. Do you also work with their teams? Yeah. I, I usually work with the next team down because they have to get the next team down to buy in and then you have to get them able to transmit it down 
the organization. Yeah. So you're talking about housekeeping. So the, the way you're putting it together also, and um, it's something I guess um, CEOs need is like a sounding board, right? Like someone to give them a perspective of what's happening, like a fresh perspective, an outside yeah. view, uh, not to tell them how to do the little bits in their business. Oh. But oh. Uh, so that's, uh, well, it, it's like making them aware of things they're not necessarily aware of and helping them prioritize, which is another element. Uh, oh, absolutely. And also um, allowing them to safely test out what their gut is telling them. Because sometimes I will go in and within three weeks I'll say, that person is wholly in the wrong place. And they'll say, well, I was thinking that, but I didn't know. But they haven't yet trusted themselves to do it. And so when you go in and you say, oh, no, not that one, put them somewhere else or whatever, yeah, helping them to, to trust themselves. I mean, it is, it is an old hackbeat phrase that being a CEO is a very lonely place to be. But it genuinely is. And if I was to offer one piece of advice to any CEO anywhere in the world, in any sector, in any business, is you have to learn true humility. And because it's only with true humility that you will be able to go back into your organization, ask the right questions, listen properly, and take chances on implementing things and take chances on you being wrong and them being wrong. But the only place to learn that humility is if, first of all, test it with someone else. Learn, this is where I come into play. You get the chance for them to say, I'm not too sure about that, or I'm not comfortable with that, or I don't know about that, or I absolutely fundamentally disagree with you and I will never do that over my dead body and argue it out with me first. Because that, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan of Satya Nadella. Um, not that I've ever met Satya Nadella. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, everything you see about how he has impacted Microsoft, everything you read from him, see with them, the man is a walking case of grounded humility. And that is the most powerful, impressive type of energy of all. And that's a hard one to learn when you have to go in in silverback mode in the morning. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the end of this episode of this segment with Avril Miller. Thanks for listening and watch out for the next one.